Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Thursday, the 4th of July, July 4. Welcome to Daily Walk and happy Independence Day. Independence Day. Yes. Uh, my name is Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And it is going to be a great day. I'm looking forward to barbecues and fireworks, fireworks and communities Friends. and families. And man, the kids at church are getting together. And they're going to some kind of like... They're going to Folsom Field in Boulder to yeah. watch the big fireworks. Yeah, so it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Big fireworks display in Boulder. Super. Uh, let, me, uh, let me pray as well. Heavenly Father, bless today, bless uh, everybody gathered together, bless uh, all that we do as we think about this text as well. One more time, we ask for your wisdom and your grace and your guidance in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Okay, let's see how the International Children's Bible, the ICB, and they were baking bread. kind of looks at this, <laughs> how they make it, how they kind of um, sanitize it for the kiddies. Okay, let's see. Joseph interprets two dreams. And this is Genesis chapter 40, by the way. After these things happened, two of the king's officers displeased the king. These officers were the man who served wine to the king and the king's baker. The king became angry with his officer who served him wine and his baker. So he put them in the prison of the captain of the guard. This was the same prison where Joseph was kept. The captain of the guard put the two prisoners in Joseph's care. They stayed in prison for some time. One night, both the king's officer who served him wine and the baker had a dream. Each had his own dream with its own meaning. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw they were worried. Joseph asked the king's officers who were with him, Why do you look so unhappy today? The two men answered, We both had dreams last night, but no one can explain the meaning of them to us. Joseph said to them, God is the only one who can explain the meaning of dreams, so tell me your dreams. So the man who served wine to the king told Joseph his dream. He said, I dreamed I saw a vine. On the vine there were three branches— I watched the branches bud and blossom, and then the grapes ripened. I was holding the king's cup, so I took the grapes and squeezed the juice into the cup. Then I gave it to the king. Then Joseph said, I will explain the dream to you. The three branches stand for three days. Before the end of three days, the king will free you. He will allow you to return to your work. You will serve the king his wine just as you did before. But when you are free, remember me. Be kind to me. Tell the king about me so that I can get out of this prison." I was taken by force from the land of the Hebrews, and I have done nothing here to deserve being put in prison. The baker saw that Joseph's explanation of the dream was good, so he said to Joseph, I also had a dream. I dreamed there were three bread baskets on my head. In the top basket there were all kinds of baked food for the king, but the birds were eating this food out of the basket on my head. Joseph answered, I will tell you what the dream means. The three baskets stand for three days. Before the end of three days, the king will cut off your head. He will hang your body on a pole, and the birds will eat your flesh. The kids are like, ah. Three days later, it was the king's birthday. That's what I want for my birthday, Mommy. So he gave a feast for all his officers. In front of his officers, he let the chief officer who served his wine and the chief baker out of prison. The kings gave his chief officer who served wine his old position. Once again, he put the king's cup of wine into the king's hand. But the king hanged the baker on a pole. 
that's what I want, mommy. That's what I want for my birthday. This is not in the Everything happened just as Joseph. When I do that voice, you know that it, okay. that's that's extra. It's something I'm adding. <laughs> Everything happened just as Joseph said it would. But the officer who served wine did not remember Joseph. He forgot all about him. Mom, I want a Joseph-themed birthday party. <laughs> with I'm going to have some friends, and one of them is going to hang on a pole. Oh, and the other one's going to hand me hand me my far. my juice in a cup. Oh, that's too far. My my orange soda. That's too far. I, don't know, I just find it funny the kid thing. I, like I don't understand what about the children's so, uh, version is for children at any point. It's just like what they don't. They, I know they probably have a picture in the children's Bible of the cupbearer. Maybe, yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, he's looking happy. He's got yeah. his cup back. Yeah. It's all and good. And Joseph is dejected in the corner like, and he didn't remember and me. he didn't remember yeah. Joseph because yeah. he's busy with his cup. The yeah. cup is like his job is so all-consuming. Yeah. He got really busy with his squeezing duties. Squeezing those grapes, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. It well, kills me. Here we are. Um, let's look at the question for today then. Um, have you ever needed someone to speak on your behalf and make a decision and make decision makers aware of your plight? Have you have you been in a position to speak on behalf of someone needing assistance to those able to change the outcome? Oh, yes. I, I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. Think wow. about this. When you and I first, when you first became a pastor, uh-huh. so 20, I don't know, two years Million ago or whatever ago, it was, yeah. um, we moved to Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. And we got an unfurnished apartment. We had nothing in it. That's right. I think we did have a bed because we bought one secondhand yeah, from some people yeah. um, from our neighbors. But we had, you know, no sofa, no table, no chairs, yeah, no desks, yeah, yeah. no bookcases. We had nothing in the apartment. And th- the policy was that they, they, the conference paid our rent because your, your salary was so small. But then they would deduct a percentage of your salary oh. to go toward the rent. And it was 15% that they would deduct if you had a furnished apartment... Twelve percent if it was semi-furnished and ten percent if it was unfurnished. Oh, wow, you remember the percentages? Yes, I do. And they deducted. They said that ours was semi-furnished. They yeah. deducted twelve percent, which I mean, that extra bit of money. We I know. we were making less money than we had been as students, with yeah. both both of us having part-time jobs. I remember. <laughs> and they said that our place was partially furnished because we had light fixtures, like light bulbs, and and like you know the, the, the electrical wiring the, that was, attaches the, and carpet. And we didn't even have carpet in most of the rooms. We had a wood floor. I thought it was that we and had... And we had no curtains. It was the thing that went around the uh, light, the chandelier. The, that the, the light fixing, yeah. yeah the the fixing fixture, that counted. Oh, yeah. and doorknobs. We had no, doorknobs, no, and so that counted. No, as, I think it did. It wasn't doorknobs. I think it was. I felt like it was all these kind of <laughs> and hardware. A, and you have a key to your apartment. So <laughs> my point is that I thought we could we could have used someone to speak on our behalf, because we even tried to argue this, and they kept oh, taking the 12%. I know. That and during the same period of time, you had to do all the driving for both yourself and I think your boss, but yeah. you weren't allowed to report all of the driving. Yeah, like you just had true. to suck it up and pay for it yourself. Yeah, I used to do 3,000 miles a month. And then and that I was, you do, were only allowed to do 1,000. 1,000 miles. So they would only pay you for 1,000 mm-hmm. miles, mm-hmm. even though it was your direct supervisor who's making you do so the extra 2,000. In my review, they said to me, you know what you should do? You should just travel less. And you I, can't. This said, person's making you drive said, him around. I said, but then, but then I said, but then my district is so far. It's like you know, I got people. Who well, like, you used to have to go up to like the Isle of Sheppey. Was that uh, yeah. it? Was Pris- it the Isle of Sheppey? Did I, I like, just make uh, that up, or no, is that a place? It was, uh, wasn't that's where the prison is? The Isle of Sheppey, right? And there was like, it's an Essex. It was just far, and I would just travel all over the place, and I just remember just 
3,000 miles just racked up really quickly visiting people. And yes. my kids were all over the place. And because it was not only the church. Not your own kids. We didn't have kids at this point. He yeah, means the was, church children. Yeah. And so it was just, it was pretty intense. Yeah. So I think, and, and what this has an made me think an of. An advocate would have been good. Is that now that I'm an older person, I feel like. I try not to be abusive toward people who are younger, who Mm. are in less senior Mm -hmm. positions, like not make them, Mm. like I've been at meetings where there'll be a young woman where Mm. everybody's kind of like, oh, you pick up the, like clear up the dishes or whatever. that drives me insane. So I will help the young woman do that. Men never do this, obviously. But I think, well, I'll do it because, you know, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have her be the only person picking up stuff just because she's 22 or whatever. It's not cool. No, not I having agree. that. I remember being that person and I didn't like it. I would have felt better if somebody had pitched in I and not and not treated me like I was the least important person in the room. I think that we can be advocates for for many people in all sorts of situations and I think that when you have that opportunity what 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 is surprising to me is that I've been in various meetings and and I see people who can be an advocate and they don't. Yeah. And I'm just and I look at it and I think to myself Oh like goodness. it would cost you nothing. There's a really good friend of it mine. It wouldn't, you know, that's the thing that so well, often it it doesn't, it's not hard to yeah. do. It's not like you give up anything. It's not like your life is at stake or yeah. just to say, well, hey, we don't have to treat this person it, this and way. And sometimes it is, right? And sometimes it's actually, it's, it is really important. So like I have a good friend of mine who could have, could have had an advocate recently in his life. And, uh, and the people who could have been there just didn't step themselves up. Mm-hmm. And I, just I think, think sometimes people just aren't thinking that they're just yeah. not aware that they're, you know, because you get locked into your own head and you're not aware of what other they people's are. They like are like it says here in the Bible. It's not always that we're trying he to be mean. forgot all about him. And they do that sometimes I too still, easily. I still don't believe that. I feel like that's too important. Like you're in prison and somebody interprets your dream for you. You don't just forget that. That's well, kind of a big deal. Maybe there's some more in the story to come. Well, this is the pro- the Bible stories always leave these big gaping holes no, of no, like no, what no, is that no, about? No, the Bible stories don't. We stop the story right here. No, you mean that in subsequent chapters it's going to yes. wrap up? That could be. I hope so. Okay, could be. let me repeat the question one more time. Um, have you ever needed someone to speak on your behalf? Make a decision makers aware of your plight. Have you been in a position to speak on behalf of someone needing assistance to those able to change the outcome? Think about that, look after each other, and live love. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.